Uh, this is John Alston with uh, Fire Officer Trust Podcast. I'm here with uh, one of my uh, longtime instructors and friends. Uh, I think the first time I met Chief Pepler, he was doing one of the NFPA courses on electric cars. And you actually came to Jersey to do that class. You're from Connecticut. Torrington, though. Yes, sir. Torrington, Connecticut. Where's that near? Torrington, Connecticut is about a half hour from New York and a half hour from Massachusetts in the upper northwest corner. Fantastic. And you're a chief officer, and I wanted to interview you with Fire Officer Trust. We're at FDIC 2014. And uh, basically the podcast works like this. I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions about being a firefighter, being an officer, and I'll get you out of here as painless as possible. No pain at all. Uh, how long have you been on the job? 15 years. 15 years, and what rank are you now? I'm deputy Chief. Deputy Chief. When did you first decide to be a firefighter? I was four years old. Fire no trucks way. went by. I got my. Uh, they came to my school. They put on a presentation for uh, fire prevention. I got my picture on the front page of the paper. I went home, told my parents I was going to be a firefighter. That's excellent. And That's they better said, than sure. Mine. They said, 40. sure you are. You sure you're going to be? And I said, no, really, I am. What do they think now? They're very, uh, very pleased. They have very to be pleased. pleased and proud. Yeah. Yes. So you want to be at four years old? That's excellent. Uh, what made you decide to become an officer, though? Well, uh, simply put, I believe that they're, uh, that the officers that I worked with did not put enough value into their position okay. and did not really understand how much responsibility came with it. Okay. And I always swore that the opportunity that I would get to be an officer, I would do everything I can to make sure that everybody was safe, make sure that the public was served with the most respect, and okay. uh, make sure everyone went home at the end of the day. That's excellent. Uh, how did you prepare? How did I prepare? I prepared the first day I walked into the fire service, and I saw people who I liked. Mm -hmm. I liked some of their traits, and I saw people whose traits I didn't like. Okay. And as I say, as your the years progress, you take a few things from one person, you take a few from the other, and you try to make yourself into ultimately the per most perfect officer, even though perfect's kind of a strong word to use. Okay. Well, that's all right. You're having a goal for yourself. So what you're basically saying is you saw traits that you wanted to model, and then you saw some that you actually learned what not to do. Correct. Okay, that's excellent. Um, so you prepared by reading books, taking courses? Reading books, reading a lot of books, uh, some good books out there on leadership. Excellent. I think that a lot of people don't understand that part of being an officer, whether it's a company officer or chief officer, is it's about accountability, it's about leadership. And I read a lot of books in regards to accountability and leadership and really started buying into it. And I think one of the things many people miss is it's not just fire service. If you look at leadership books and accountability, the, it's very broad. Excellent. Uh, is there anything that you would consider a challenge during your career, either in firefighting and or uh, aspiring to be an officer? Uh, I think the biggest challenge is just dealing with people and the different personalities. They all come from different walks of life, and it's hard. And to do the job and do it right, you have to have a good, thorough understanding of people, and you have to spend time with those people. You can't just say, well, this guy's a problem child and write him off. You're going to have to interact with that person, and you're going to have to try to do whatever you can to influence them, and that becomes a full-time job within itself. Oh, excellent. So now, that leads me to my next question. What advice can you give for future or aspiring officers who may want to achieve some of the same ranks that you did? Be consistent, most importantly, and keep in mind, don't change. If you're going to be an officer that you aspire to be and you want people to emulate you, you need to start the day you set foot in the fire service because you're being judged 24-7 around the clock. That's excellent. 
So, Chief, uh, what course did you do this week? I taught a class called Strategic and Tactical Perspectives in the Modern Fire Environment. Mm. And, uh, you know, with all the information that's out there from UL and NIST, I'm trying to tie it together with a lot of the street stuff. Um, I'm trying to get everybody to think as incident commanders. It's kind of a lost art that we have with, with lower-ranking officers that they just don't have the ability to think globally. So I'm trying to work on programming people to think more from an incident commander's perspective, even though they may not necessarily be in that role. It's basically a process to try to get everybody progressively moving forward in their careers. Fantastic. Chief, I want to thank you for these few moments that we've had. Uh, like I said, I've been in your courses before. Can't wait to be in the next one. Um, this is John Alston talking to Chris Pepler from Torrington, Connecticut, Deputy Chief, Fire Officer Trust. Take care, and we'll see you out there. Thank you.